Hey there, welcome to the Next Level Nutrition Biz Podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie Long, business coach for nutritionists. I help nutritionists just like you create and launch their business and sign their first high paying client. In this podcast, you'll learn practical strategies to start and grow your nutrition business that you can implement right away. You'll also hear from a ton of guests who have started their own thriving nutrition businesses and share what they've learned throughout their journey. Let's get started. Hey, welcome back to the podcast. So today I wanted to actually do an episode that I know a lot of you um, talk about and struggle with, and that is imposter syndrome. And, you know, I shouldn't just say a lot of you, I should say myself as well. Uh, Imposter syndrome is something that I've definitely dealt with in my nutrition business and in my business coaching business. It's something I know a lot of my private clients um, deal with, you know, do I know enough? Am I good enough? Who am I to have a business? You know, can I be successful? Look at that person over there that's so successful. You know, the list goes on and on when it comes to something like imposter syndrome. Um, And it's something that I don't think we talk about enough, but that a lot of us kind of struggle in silence with. So I thought it would actually be a good idea to uh, play you an old Facebook live training that I did in my old Facebook group. So this training is about three years old and I think it's actually really interesting to use a replay of a training when we're talking about imposter syndrome because I actually wondered like should I be playing something that's three years old that you know obviously is not you know um I don't want to say obviously, but it's not at the same, I guess, caliber, maybe as the information that I share these days, or it's maybe I'm not presenting in the same way I used to present, or maybe I was more nervous back then. But I thought that that was uh, the greatest opportunity to share this with you because then it really shows you, you know, how much you can grow if you keep going. You know, three years ago, I had um, not even started my podcast yet and I was doing lives, but I was still nervous to jump on live. Um, And, you know, over those last three years, I've done, you know, over 120 podcast episodes, been a guest on many podcasts, done, you know, lots of live trainings now, lots of webinars. Um, but that only happened because I first started putting myself out there and trying it out um, and not letting imposter syndrome take me over and not worrying too, too much about what other people thought about me um, or if I was making a big enough impact. And uh, I thought that was, again, just really good to show you guys if you're starting out, if you haven't been on video yet, if you're nervous to speak in front of an audience, if you're, you know, really in that self-judgment right now, um, just wanted to remind you that, you know, it happens to a lot of us, if not all of us, and it's definitely happened to me. And actually in this training, I share a lot about my experience dealing with my own imposter syndrome. Um, And although a lot of the things I might've shared in that training three years ago aren't necessarily true for me anymore, um, you know, I share a lot about um, how I was concerned about body image issues and, um, you know, what my clients would think. And although I've overcome a lot of those, um, you know, imposter syndrome issues, there's new ones that pop up because there's new ones that always pop up, you know, your, your business 
grows a little bit and then you have new uh, fears that might pop up or new things that come in your way that you have to deal with in order to grow more. So again, I just thought that this was such a good opportunity to share this old training with you um, because there's so many gems inside of it. It's again, a topic that so many of us deal with, something that I'm always, you know, working on myself. And I thought it would just be nice to share with you to let you know that you're not alone. So um, without further ado, here is the training on how to deal with imposter syndrome, especially when working with nutrition clients, because I know that there's so many things that can come up uh, when we start working with clients. So I hope you enjoy this episode and you can learn a little bit from me and hopefully, um, again, like I said, also know that you're not alone in this. Okay, enjoy. So... I wanted to jump on today to talk about something that is really near and dear to my heart, is something that I have been, I have dealt with in my, you know, nutrition business and in my coaching business, and is something that um, I think all of us deal with at some part of our journey, and that is... um, I guess feeling like an imposter, like imposter syndrome, or maybe like we're a fake, or maybe that we, hi Steph, um, maybe that we don't know enough to actually be helping other people. And you know, if you're here and if that sounds or feels like you, something you're going through, um, say, say, yeah, that sounds like me. Um, no, you're not alone because I've been through this as well. And it's actually something I hear from a lot of clients that I work with. So just know that you're not alone in this feeling. It's totally normal. Um, but I just wanted to talk through it today and actually share my experience. And I wanted to share a bit of my own personal story um, with you so that you can learn a little bit more about me and what brought me to nutrition and just how I felt when I actually started my business Um, because you might be able to relate. And again, I just wanna show you that it's completely normal to feel this way, but there is a way to shift out of that. Um, I did that in my own business, you know, shifted from feeling that, you know, imposter syndrome into feeling quite empowered in how I could help clients. So um, again, if you come on, just say hi, let me know that you're here. So um, my story starts all the way back, well, my health story starts all the way back when, you know, even probably five or 10 years old, um, I had a lot of chronic migraines, just as, you know, when I was a kid, I would get headaches all the time, and then they developed into migraines. Um, So I'd say from like my teen years into my early to mid 20s, I was a migraine sufferer. I had them at least once a week, if not twice, um, I was getting them all the time. Like I was suffering really bad with migraines. Like it was, it was something that I dealt with every single week. It was really um, exhausting. If anybody out there also has migraines or headaches, you know how exhausting they can be. Um, it just, for me, they would really wipe me out. I would basically have to just like get into bed and, um, like no lights, no sound. And really like I would, I would cry a lot of the times I was in such pain um, from these migraines that they were really taking over my life, which took over my social life and my relationships. And really it just cycled from there. So I was dealing with really bad migraines and headaches. um, And I was also dealing with a lot of digestive issues, which I'm sure a lot of you that come to nutrition, you know, this is something else you dealt with. As we know now, um, the gut is really what can start a lot of these things um, 
happening, right? So like it might be a gut issue that turns into uh, inflammation or turns into arthritis or something like that. So I was dealing with this chronic IBS gut issue, um, which was giving me a lot of anxiety. So I had like anxiety, gut issue, chronic headaches. Um, really, I felt pretty terrible a lot of the time. And I hadn't really considered diet until it got really bad, until I found out my iron was really low, until I found out that, um, you know, I was eating vegetarian at the time, but I was eating um, like tofu, I was eating all processed foods. So not that tofu is bad, but as we know, you know, a lot of soy in the diet and it wasn't organic. So I was eating a lot of um, processed vegetarian foods, ground round, processed cheeses and really I was eating a junk food vegetarian and vegan diet at the time so this wasn't really helpful to my health issues that were going on I was kind of exacerbating what was already happening in my body um, but I was starting to feel like food was playing an issue so I started doing my own research um, around nutrition um, realized that maybe my vegetarian diet wasn't the best um, way that I was approaching eating. Um, so I really started to tweak my diet, eat more fresh, healthy foods. And um, I started to get so much knowledge that I was actually sharing it all with my friends and family and was like <laughs> that little birdie in their ear saying like, oh, you know, you could try this and do that because I was changing and my health was getting better. But I was feeling like, you know, what could be really helpful for people um, and for myself is if I actually went and got a nutrition education where I'm learning the real like, you know, scientific reasoning behind why certain foods are good for us and why this is good for gut health. Um, and then I can share it with friends and family. So at this point, I hadn't even considered it as a business. I just more wanted to empower myself and empower the people around me. So if that resonates with you or if you also kind of went into nutrition school to help with yourself, or your friends or family, let me know because I feel like this is common for a lot of us. So I ended up um, enrolling in Canadian School of Natural Nutrition. I know a lot of you in this group also took the CSNM program. So I took that out of Toronto. Um, and yeah, I took it in class and I, it totally changed my life. Um, I remember the first day we actually learned about multivitamins, which I'd heard about, but I knew like Centrum and kind of some of the more generic brands. And um, I started that, from that point on taking a whole food multivitamin, which I didn't even know about previously. And my health just started improving, improving, improving. And through the whole course at CSNN, my health, um, you know, like I said before, I was getting migraines at least once a week. Um, you know, it started being once a month and then once every few months. And then I was at a point where I was not even getting any migraines or headaches. Fast forward to now, I'm not as, I guess, um, strict in my diet. I do get headaches now and again, but it's so much reduced that I can literally say that going to nutrition school and getting that education was so, so pivotal in my own um, health and healing journey. So um, also, not, uh, I didn't even mention, but yeah, my IBS got a lot better. My anxiety went down. So overall, all of the symptoms I was having had reduced so, so much. And at this point, I was like, holy shit, <laughs> this is crazy. Like, I have to share this with people. I was so excited and motivated at this point. Um, and like I've said before, I didn't even consider to consider to do it as a business. But, you know, graduation started coming near and I was like, this has to be what I do now. 
I have to share this. I have to teach this to other people. And sure, I was scared shitless to do so because I felt like, who am I to actually teach other people? Do I actually know enough? Um, you know, we moved through the course pretty fast. So like, did I absorb everything? Can I help someone? Um, I know I help myself, but can I help other people? So I had this like rambling thought process going on, um, but I knew that it was something I really, really wanted to do. So fast forward to after graduation, um, and you guys, a lot of you know my story about how it took me about a year to actually build my business. So I won't go into detail about that right now. But what I wanna say is that one of the big reasons why it took me a year to build my business was because I didn't have a lot of confidence that I could actually help people. Like I mentioned before, you know, I didn't actually have that feeling like how can I, 100% know that what I'm gonna recommend is actually gonna be helpful for people. And what happens if someone comes in with a really complicated health issue and I'm not equipped for it, I don't know enough, what happens if I don't know the answer? You know, lots of doubts I was going through, lots of um, self-worth issues. You know, I was really struggling with, you know, who am I to help people and do I actually know enough? Um, and was also dealing with, you know, who's gonna pay me, <laughs> you know, money to actually help them with their health. You know, I was really struggling with lots of different layers of, like I said, self-worth, who am I to do this, imposter syndrome, fraud syndrome, you know, I was really feeling like, you know, is this gonna be possible for me to help somebody else? So um, I dealt with this for quite a while. You know, this feeling of, can I actually help people? Who am I to do this? Um, and it wasn't really until I started working with clients, um, this big scary thing of working with clients, which I totally get and understand, but it wasn't until I started actually working with clients that I saw that, you know what? I am capable. I can help people. I can help people from where they're at right now and I can help to take them on a similar journey of what I took myself on because I know that I was able to really reduce my headaches um, stop the digestive issues from really flaring up um, my anxiety went down you know I knew those things to be true and another layer of it was that um, going through nutrition school I just started to take care of myself a lot more I didn't realize that my self-care was like pretty crappy, um, that I wasn't really actually honoring myself, giving myself downtown, downtime, um, understanding that I'm really an introvert. Um, although it might seem like I'm very extroverted, I'm, I'm very much an introvert and I was living an extroverted life. Um, I was giving so much of myself to friends and family and I wasn't having recharging time for myself, which is so, so crucial in my healing journey now is to have that downtime for myself. So this is something I actually really helped with my clients with was, you know, helping them get a self-care routine and really listen to their needs. But I want to backtrack it a little bit because like I said, I didn't, I didn't have that confidence at the beginning. Um, it developed in doing and in working with clients and just over time feeling more confident. But as I know, like a lot of you guys right now, I'm sure are feeling that, you know, how can I actually help somebody? Um, who am I to help? Do I know enough? You're in that feeling and I get it. So I just wanted to talk to you about that um, a little bit more. So um, again, I totally get that feeling and I know what I, I know that how much that can really affect you in your business. I know mindset wise how much that can affect because you start really questioning if you can help other people and you start um, instead of really nourishing that, I guess, energy within you that 
that you're able to help um, other people, you start questioning. So your confidence can start being kind of chipped away at and you can really wonder if, let's say you do onboard a client, you know, am I actually able to help them? So I see this a lot where you start to bring in clients. You might even have one client reach out to you. Maybe it's a family member, a friend or somebody reach out um, and they want your help. But you get into that cycle of questioning if you can actually help people that for some reason you end up pushing them away. So maybe all of a sudden they can't afford it anymore. Um, they can't make the appointment. Um, you kind of put it off. There's, there's just so many scenarios that can happen where you don't actually follow through with the client session because that fear is so freaking paralyzing that you don't actually know how to get past it. So number one, what I want to tell you is that right now, like right as you are right now, you have the 100% capability to help another person. You don't need another training program. You don't need um, to spend hours, you know, researching every single health condition for your client. You don't have to go to the gym to work out to lose 20 pounds so you're a better practitioner. You know, all these scenarios that we might play out for ourselves, you don't need to do that. You, you really don't. And I'll give an example from my practice in a minute, but the reason why I'm saying you don't have to do that is because you can help a client with where, from where you're at right now, and you can help to bring them to the place that you've gone through. So you can help to um, facilitate that transformation for them, um, which is similar to the one that you did for yourself or for a family member or for a friend. So what I mean by this is, let's just say somebody comes to you with a really complicated health issue. Um, let's just say you have an autoimmune issue and that person has an autoimmune issue. Well, you can 100% help that client get to the place that you've gotten to yourself. You might not be able to help them get to that next spot or that next stage. And that's why it's so important that you're clear in how you can help people and how far you can take them on their journey um, and not try to stretch yourself out of your, uh, I was going to say, not stretch yourself out of your comfort zone. Definitely is good to stretch, but in the beginning, you want to feel really confident that you can help within what you're really familiar with. So really what I'm saying here is that you might actually, it might be beneficial for you to get really clear on what you're good at, who you can help, what you have experience with, and then help those specific people um, versus trying to help someone with fibromyalgia, arthritis, IBS, headaches, hormone issues, and you're trying to be everything for everyone. Um, and then you have to research everything and you're so strung out because you have to be the expert on everything where that's not actually what is required here. You can really start to niche down and figure out what it is you're really good at and what um, journey you've been through so that you're not feeling like you're out of your element. So let me know if this is making sense to you for those of you on, you know, give me your feedback. Um, this is what I've seen in my practice because, you know, I always thought it had to be super, super complicated where I had to, you know, have my client go through, let's say it's the first session and I'm like, okay, let's, you know, they have food intolerances or they have a food allergy. You know, what I need to do in the first session is cut out all of the foods they're allergic to. I need to introduce like a really intense supplement regimen. I need to get them their whole lifestyle like figured out. I need to get them going to the gym, you know, all of these crazy things, which sure might be very helpful, but it might be overwhelming for the client to begin with. So what you really need to do is figure out how to break all of those concepts down into 
really easy, simple, step-by-step processes. Um, So for example, let's say it is a food that you wanna remove for your client. Um, Maybe don't start that in the first session. Maybe get them with uh, getting all the building blocks and the fundamentals figured out first, and then move into this um, in the next session or three or four sessions down the road. So um, you have to also remember that where we are now, like the knowledge that we have is so much greater than what we had when we started nutrition. Um, when, when we were still, you know, like figuring all these things out, we can't forget that our clients more than likely are in this same spot we used to be in. So they might not even know that they need to drink more water or have lemon water or um, have protein at breakfast or add in healthy fats. Like these might be new concepts to them. So if we start them at a really, really high level, And the way I like to explain this to my clients is, let's say you're starting them at level five or step five, which is complete elimination of all foods that that they're sensitive or allergic to. Um, Well, what about step one, two, three, and four, right? Have they got the fundamentals down? Have they um, built the habits to actually be like a strong foundation um, that when they're at level five, they've already got one to four figured out? But if we start them at such a high level, we already feel really stretched within our capacity of how we can help people. Um, And we haven't actually helped that client build the foundational steps. Um, Because this is about long-term change and sustainability. It's not about bringing them to step five, getting them to remove all the foods, they feel better for a month and they're out our door. No, that's not what we want. We want them to feel good, you know, for six months, a year, forever. We just want them to feel better. Um, So we have to actually build those steps slowly with them. So backtracking to, you know, do I actually know enough? Yes, you 100% know enough. I've said this before, you know, you, where you are right now, you have the tools and the skills to help lots and lots and lots of people. And if you're afraid that, say, somebody's going to come in, like I said, with a complicated health issue or maybe someone with autoimmune that has already seen multiple nutritionists, multiple um, practitioners, and they've tried all the diets and they're looking for something more specific, well, then perhaps you're not, not the right practitioner for them if you can't take them to that level. And that's okay because there is a practitioner out there that can do that for them. Um, What I'm simply saying is that you need to figure out where you are right now and what knowledge you have so you can help somebody in your complete comfort zone and then grow from there. So for example, like you can only take someone as far as you've gone yourself, right? So let's just say um, like you're on a weight loss journey and um, you did all these things in order to lose 10 pounds, but in order to, you know, lose the next 10 pounds, you need to tweak it and change it, but you haven't actually done that for yourself yet. Um, You might need another professional to help you really tweak and change. Well, you can help somebody else get to that place where they've lost 10 pounds doing what you've already done. And then when you learn how to lose those next 10 pounds with the tweaks and the more specific changes, you can now help guide that client through that same process. So we always have to be evolving and growing And that's why I even said yesterday in the group, um, the more you put into yourself, you know, the more energy and mindset work and um, even investing in yourself and your business um, and the more even like 
okay, I said you don't need additional trainings, but the more you kind of are on your learning journey, um, the more you're gonna be able to help bring people just that next level, that next level, that next level. So for example, in my business, I started coming up against um, the, the feeling that a lot of people were having mindset resistance. Um, they would like make all these changes, but then they weren't sustainable. And then all these like blocks kept coming up. Like, um, what happens if I can't do this long term? Am I worth this? Um, yeah, like lots of feelings around worthiness. So I saw that as, you know, well, maybe the reason why my clients are blocked in these areas is because I'm blocked in these areas too. So what I ended up doing was actually um, doing a meditation, meditation teacher training to really like broaden my scope of how I could help clients, you know, with mindfulness, with meditation, with looking at our belief system. And by taking that extra course, I was actually then able to help my clients through any blocks that they had. But that doesn't mean that I had to take that course at the beginning in order to actually start. That just helped to open up my practice into something more and evolve it into something bigger. So again, right now with what you have, all the knowledge that you have is more than enough to start right now. Sure, maybe you can refine your messaging and refine who you're attracting and do extra courses as time go goes on but you won't know what is actually needed until you start working with clients and seeing, maybe I do actually need a bit more training in this area, or maybe I would love to learn some more about this particular thing. But a lot of the time, what I see um, new grads or people do is actually um, try to do all those courses and all those things before they even begin and feel like they're not enough right from the get-go. But that is just simply not true. Um, again, we can help people with where we're at right now. And you don't have to take 10 million courses in order to help somebody, even with the fundamentals of nutrition and health and wellness. Um, another thing that I wanted to cover was that a lot of us um, as health practitioners can feel like, who am I to help somebody if I am not in perfect health? if I haven't lost all the weight, if my health issue isn't 100% solved or healed. Um, for example, like, and I'll be perfectly vulnerable and honest, like I'm not a tiny girl, I'm not super skinny. Um, you know, I have a little bit more weight on my body and when I started seeing clients, I was really nervous that they were going to judge me like really nervous that they're going to judge me, that they wouldn't want to take my advice, that they would look at me and be like, why would I do what she's saying to lose weight if she hasn't maybe lost the weight herself? And I played, I stayed in this place for a really long time and had a lot of self-worth issues and hate on myself. Um, well, you know, at the same time, I was actually giving recommendations to clients and they were all seeing results. So, you know, who you are right now doesn't need to change. You don't need to lose 10 pounds. You don't need to have your health issue figured out um, because the knowledge that you have is enough um, and it's enough to actually help somebody to move them from where they are, like point A to point B, where they desire to be. That has nothing to do with who you are or what your body looks like or if you've healed your health issue. Because like I said, we can help take people um, from where we've been to where we currently are. So again, if you're still dealing with, let's say, an autoimmune issue, um, it doesn't have to be healed or solved. You can just help pe take people from where they are currently to where they desire to be. 
So let me know if this is making sense for you. Give me some feedback. Um, let me know if you are feeling this in your business that kind of like, who am I to help anyone um, when I'm not 100% perfect? And I hope, you know, my experience with that can also help you because I never had anyone say, well, you know, you aren't, you're overweight or you aren't tiny or who are you to help me? Like that never happened. Never. It never happened. Perhaps that was some, something somebody thought, but they never said it. And that didn't mean that they didn't follow through with my recommendations. That was all my own stuff that I was going through. All of that my own mindset stuff that was really, really, really blocking me from helping more people because I was so afraid of what people would think of me or what they would say. Um, and the reality was that if I stayed in that energy of, you know, okay, I need to lose 10 pounds in order to start seeing clients, um, possibly I would have never seen a client, right? Something would have come up. Um, it would have been, okay, but now I need to solve my health issue. Um, in order to see clients, or now I need to actually go and take this other chorus, right? We always build these blocks for ourselves. I need this next thing. I need to be better. I need to lose more weight. Um, I need to be perfect in order to help my client. And if that was the case, nobody would be helping anybody, right? No one would help anyone if we had to be at that perfect place in order to help other people. That's just simply the truth is that we're all works in progress. And that's okay. So a lot of this is just about that awareness and self-forgiveness that we don't have to be a perfect practitioner um, or we don't have to be perfect to be a practitioner, right? We're humans, we're people, and that is actually where the magic lives. So let's talk about this for a minute. Um, when you can be honest and open and vulnerable and raw with your clients and your experience, um, this is going to create a deeper connection with your client. This is when they really want to, this is when they will trust in you and will actually um, take what you're saying and really like, it, it really feels good to them because they know that it's coming from a true pure place that you're from you. So for example, let's just say, let's say I was working with a client that wanted to lose some weight and they were coming up against all these blocks of worthiness. Well, I could use my own experience and say, you know what? I totally feel you. I totally get where you're coming from. I've felt this in the past. I sometimes deal with this now. Um, and here's what I do to overcome this. You know, sure, it's not, I'm not perfect, but I have a really, I have a better bounce back rate now, right? So we might think that we need to, again, have everything figured out and solved. So like, let's just say, you're dealing with binge eating and you wanna help people who are binge eaters. Um, and maybe let's just say you're working with a client and then you have a set, you have a, um, a scenario where you actually go back to binge eating, right? And you're like, oh my God, how can I help somebody else with their binge eating if I am still binge eating, right? And we can have that feeling of just like, who am I? Who am I to do this? How can I help anybody? What I would really love you to think about in that situation is, what is your bounce back like, right? So maybe somebody binge eats or you binge eat, but in the past, it would have taken you months to get back to that balanced, balanced place and to let go of the shame and to not just like restrict the next day um, because you had binged the night before. Like maybe now you can go on the next day and just um, choose healthier foods and come from a place of love. Like that's a crazy 
um, amazing bounce back. It's like if you could, let's say, in two days actually transform from, you know, where you were feeling that binge restriction cycle into, you know, getting yourself out of that. That might be really different from when you previously took a month or two to actually get out of that cycle. And that's where the magic is for you to help clients. Um, Again, we're not always perfect. We're not always completely healed, but you can help show them that you know, you know, you now have the skills and the capability to move from where, what you've experienced into where you desire to be a lot quicker. So you can cut down that time for them. So for example, let's say they have a health issue like, um, a food allergy or food sensitivity. Um, and in the, and they've eaten that food let's say when you start with them, they eat that food, let's say it's corn, they eat that food, and then they experience all these IBS symptoms. And let's just say three months down the road of working with them, they eat that food again, but maybe their symptoms are cut down by 50%. That is a huge win. That is a win because their bounce back time is so much shorter. They didn't have to suffer for uh, weeks or months or whatever it was, and maybe only took them a few days right? Um, And that's where we need to be helping clients. We need to help them with the small wins. We need to help them with the fundamentals, right? And the long lasting change. Um, And we need to show them that it's okay to be human. It's okay to be normal. It's okay to be imperfect. It's okay to not have all of your crap figured out. Um, And that doesn't mean you show up and you're like, oh my god, I have nothing figured out. (laughs) Like that you're like not professional, but you know, you can show them that through your experience and your challenges and your blocks um, that you've been able to overcome even a portion of it and you can help them when they come up against those blocks too. So I kind of rambled here, but basically what I wanted to just say as an overall picture was that there's no need for you to feel in that energy, be in that energy so much of Do I know enough? Can I help anybody? What happens if I'm not perfect? You know, who's going to look to me for change and help? And just remember that we all have the capability to help. We can help from where we're at now. So we can help a client get to where we are now. And then if we are investing in ourselves and our health and our, you know, mindset and lifestyle, and we come to the next point, then we bring those clients along with that, with us. So we can really help they can come on the same journey as us, right? Um, They can start with us when we have one base of knowledge. And then once we learn more, they can come with us to that next level. So again, even if you only have simple nutrition knowledge, you can help a client with that. From where you're at right now, um, you can help them with the basics um, and you can share your experience to actually really um, solidify your client relationship because people want to know more about you and your experiences um, in order to feel like, sorry, I think I lost connection there for a sec. Um, people want to know about you and your experiences in order to feel like, um, okay, I'm looking at this expert and they're not perfect and that's okay. Like nobody's looking at us that we have to be perfect. Um, and if you're feeling that pressure from clients, perhaps they're not the right clients for you. If they have these really, really, really high expectations and you're not able to follow through, um, perhaps that they need a different practitioner and that's totally fine. But overall, what I want you to do is just really, truly start appreciating yourself for what you know right now, the knowledge that you have, know that it is more than enough, 
You can always learn more and grow more as you go. Um, but it's really about getting clear on who you can help and how you can help them um, and really just leading them through that transformation and then always bringing them to the next stage once you get there. So again, it's not about being perfect. That is not any, that doesn't even exist. There's not, there is no perfection, right? We're all works in progress. We're all learning. We're all growing. And so are our clients. So don't put so much pressure on yourself that you have to be perfect or you have to have it all figured out because we're all <laughs> works in progress. Alrighty, there we go. That was the training that I did three years ago on imposter syndrome. And again, much of that still applies today. I'm definitely still myself always coming up against things that I need to work through. And I'm sure you are too. And if you haven't yet, um, I hate to say it, but it's probably coming <laughs> in your business. So if you know beforehand that you might come up against imposter syndrome, I hope today um, you've heard a little bit about my experience and now have some tools to help yourself if you get to that place and you hit that wall and remember that you're not alone in it a lot of us feel this way um, and you have to start somewhere you have to just you know try your best not to be too hard on yourself remember that you're a work in progress your business is a work in progress and that you're just going to get better every single day at showing up and helping your clients and growing your business and there's no better way to do that than to start and just to try and to trust yourself that um, you're doing the best you can with what you have right now so I hope that this reminder was helpful for you I know re-listening to this was helpful for me and um I can't wait to see you go out there and rock your nutrition business and do the best that you can. Um, and I know that you're going to do great. So I will see you in the next episode. Thank you again for listening. Thanks for listening in. If you like this episode, feel free to leave us a review, share the episode with a friend or take us on social media. Catch you next time.